Welcome to the Derailed Podcast. My name's Sam and I'm your host and let's get right into it. Okay, so welcome back to the Derailed Podcast. The first time I've been on a podcast in a red hot minute. Um, it's been literally six or seven months at least. And I thought there's no better way to jump back in to then have a good conversation with a fellow videographer and photographer. Her name is Tanea and she's from Melbourne. So introduce yourself, Tanea. Hey guys, it's pretty cool to be on Semi's podcast today. A uh, little bit about me. I am a videographer and photographer from Melbourne. I run McLeod Media, which is now a company, which is very bizarre to say, but <laughs> it is based off my last name. Today I'm McLeod, McLeod Media. Got really creative with that one. And yeah, so I've just been creating for maybe I don't know nearly six years just making started off pretty much same as semi just love content and somehow somehow managed to turn it into a full-time gig a and yeah it's my sole income source and we do all right over here so it's it's a pretty sick gig to do what I love every day and I'm excited to chat to semi about all things content yeah so I guess to give you a bit of a rundown how today and I actually met, which is a pretty common theme across a lot of my guests of recent podcasts anyway. Well, I wouldn't really call them recent, but um, we actually worked together with Tom Clark in the 60DR last year, um, cross paths and obviously both being videographers slash content creators slash whatever you want to call us. We got partnered up most of the time. So we built a friendship off of that. Um, hence why now I've got her on. So as she mentioned, she's been in the industry of creating for six years, but let's let's just quickly break down for yourself today. What, what brought you into creating? Yeah, for sure. So it was a very kind of natural sort of just started as a hobby. I got given a little Canon camera uh, from my parents for my 16th birthday. They were like, oh, you seemed to be all right at taking photos. Like always, we just grabbed the little tiny little power shoot cameras, the real little ones, and always seemed to have a, a pretty natural eye for like taking decent photos and stuff. And mum was like, all right, get your camera. So we didn't, I didn't really probably touch it for like seven or so months. Like it was a while and then picked it up, started mucking around with it. Uh, I grew up racing motocross. So I started to muck around with going from the photo to the video mode and just seeing what happened and I made some shocking videos, some absolutely, some absolutely atrocious content that I can't really even call content. And I thought it was the best thing in the world. And cause no one was doing it at the time. Like no one was making videos in the way I was doing it. Everyone frothed it and they were like, yeah, this is sick. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so good. Like I'm so good at this. So I started, started my Instagram account and oh my God, they're that bad. I've had to go and archive them. So like current clients now can't see where I started because like they would leave me. They'd be like, you suck. Um, so yeah, kicked off that, kicked off like that. And, and yeah, just put my heart and soul into it. Like just learn everything that I could possibly learn. Um, made videos for anyone and anything that I could film I would just film it like it did not matter what it was. I did something for like a, a an aircon conditioner installer place. I did something for a conveyancer. 
think they sell houses. I don't even really know what they did. I still made my moto videos. I think, I don't know, my first year in business, which was not really a year in business, but my first like actual having a go, I think my tax return was a profit of like $13. Like that is how much money I made from my first year in business, you know, and I wasn't in business, but I thought I was in business. It's like $13 and I was like, this is sick. (laughs) And then, and yeah, it just kind of spiraled from there, moved away from home, moved to Melbourne, which is, was like 18 hours from my hometown at 18. And yeah, went to uni, did all like the bachelor of arts, film, TV, graphic design degree, all that stuff and finished that. And then yeah, use that time to, sort of volunteer a lot in the motorsport industry, which was a big passion of mine. Uh, so like would find myself to supercars events, would volunteer, would not get paid, would pay my own comm, own flights and would work like, yeah, 30 hours, like 15 hour days for a couple of days every, every few months and would just, just slog myself and do anything I possibly could to like one, get known by the people in the media to just have my face around and just sort of be a pretty consistent figure that would always be that person would say yes, would do whatever it needed to do whatever needed to be done um, to, yeah, just to impress the people in impress and network and stuff. And that paid off for me more than anything. So yeah, I guess that's kind of a little bit about my story. And, and now McLeod Media is a company. So we're doing like over six figures a year. I've got staff like it is it is a insane sort of story that, that I'm really, really proud of. Yeah. And you should be as well, because I mean, one, I mean, like when we met, you were probably in a complete different place, obviously still doing really, really sure. well, but like the level of, I guess, development that you've now had, even on a personal level, is is huge. Oh, look, I guess the listeners wouldn't understand that, but I can see it within you already. There's a there's a different shine to you at the moment, which is awesome to see. Um, but it's actually fascinating to hear that you've started pretty much the same as what I did. Like I I invested in my own camera just for like a I guess a YouTube sense. The original edits and stuff that I were doing were fucking horrendous as well. <laughs> and then I just kind of was like, all right, like I'll just look more into it, and then. I guess I got became self-taught and that's where now I'm at. Like my almost first year of business is very similar to yours, except I've probably had more paid clients now than I have free clients. So, um, but that's a like, huge thing. That's yeah. a huge thing. Just get over, this is kind of like getting over the hump. Like as like Malcolm Gladwell says, like the tipping point, he's like, once you hit that tipping point, it's bloody hard to stop it. Like you go up, up, up and it gets to that point. And as soon as it goes over, that's it. Like that's, that definitely happened for me. Like it was the biggest like two and a half years of just grinding and hustling, like, like nothing else. Once I hit that two point, I was like, Oh, sweet. This, this ain't too bad. This is, this is a good gig, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And like, it's, it's just a matter of the time that you put into it. Like you got to see everything when it comes to business, whether it's fitness or not you got to see it as an investment into yourself to obviously get to where you want to be too so yeah you know, sure. credit to yourself. yeah 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 thanks it's same as anything anything in life that what they say nothing good nothing worth worth having comes easy you know yeah, that's it 
So I guess to segue it a little bit, because you kind of briefly, I guess, touched on a little bit a, a base around like where you started and stuff. But what we were going to just do a quick breakdown of today is, I guess, the importance of content and how to really get started with it, whether it's you're wanting to be an influencer, whether you're wanting to, I guess, start a business or you have a business and you're looking to improve. So I guess we'll cover, I guess, five tips because as as uh, Tanea said, she's in, you know, graphic design. She's got the full background and everything. I've got more of the personal, I guess, trial and error influencer or food influencer thing, if you want to call it that. So I guess this is the perfect conversation for us to have and even bounce back and forth ideas too. So let's let's go with that. So what, what would your number one tip be as a starting point when it comes to creating content or posting content? For sure. So I'd say... The biggest thing, if you try and look at it from a, a a pyramid kind of thing, like at the top, you've got to have you've got to have your your ducks in a row sort of thing. So the biggest thing for me is starting off with your branding and getting really clear. It's not the most it's not the most glamorous process to to sort of dig deep and work out why. But you know, as if you ever need a book recommendation, Simon Sinek's Start with Why, great place to start before you even start taking photos. If you're really serious about it, you can do the groundwork first. So biggest thing is starting with why, working out why you're doing it, because if you ever get to a point where it's tough or you're unmotivated, your why is what is going to get you there. So it's always going to be that driving force. So starting with your why and your branding, like why are you creating content, then leads into what are you creating content? And then you've got to work out who you're creating content for, because you're messaging will have a huge impact on where you go with the content you're creating. So Sammy's example is a, on the food side of things, he's creating for food brands, takeaway, his social media, his brand itself. But there's all these, multi, it's multifaceted. It's not just creating for one person, but he needs to understand who he's creating for to be able to reach the right audience. So that's before you even take a photo, before you even pick your colors or pick your logo, so many more things to think about than just those kind of front of house, the things that people actually see, what your customers or your clients actually see. So beyond branding, it then becomes, once you've got your who, your what, your why, or the golden circle as it's called, it then becomes, okay, what kind of content do I want to make? Do I want to make videos? Do I want to make photos? Do I just want to start off real slow with some iPhone TikToks or some iPhone Reels or, or that sort of stuff. Then you work out which kind of platform you want to go down and why that might suit your brand the best or suit your trajectory because it's very different if you want to become a food influencer to wanting to start your own econ brand or sell shoes. Like they're very different pathways to think about. So as boring as research and development is, it's definitely the most crucial step before you even start making content. Absolutely. And what I would say, I guess, from my end, in terms of the stuff that I create, as as Tanae has mentioned, like with my food page, it's more about reaching gen pop and people that just want to eat food and, you know, find places, to eat that kind of stuff. In relation to what I do for the business when I'm out there, though, is putting their brand out there and, and making it like vocal about what, what it is they do, you know, their story a little bit too which then creates that, I guess, emotion within the, the, between the customer and then the business too. And then I'm just kind of the link creating that. So 
like as a food influencer as such, if, as much as I fucking hate that term, as uh, with that. Influencer. <laughs> it's so bad, but like now I get a lot of like food places and, and businesses being like, hey, can you come out and eat? And because we love the way that you, I guess, promote and cross promote. So, you know, it's, it's cool to see. And then I guess for like my personal page, I've gone from fitness to like fucking self-development to like <laughs> fitness again and just kind of finding ways for people to understand who I am, but then obviously make the most out of their content now too. So I'm kind of just rebranding everything in the terms of the way that I post on my personal level, on my personal page to show off one, who it is that I am and the way that I create, but also to give them the benefit to make them turn around and be like, oh, maybe it's worth investing into Sam and his business because then I'll get the level of creations for myself that he provides and then can obviously go and learn from that too. So there's there's all different forms to it when it comes to branding, but you're exactly right. You've got yeah, to- all that stuff, all that stuff that you just mentioned is just the top level of your research and development that you've done. It may not, it may not even be like conscious development, but you still know. Yeah. Like and you, it's, you've it's, still it's, done the work enough to know. Yeah. And it hasn't, it wasn't even that deep until like, like I said, the last couple of weeks when I've been like, all right, I want to get this stuff back on, back in motion and that. And it's like, okay, so now I actually understand the stuff that I have post, what is successful. And so I guess implement it into my personal side of things again. Whereas, you know, when I first started building my personal page around fitness, I didn't even like, it just did it because it was fun to me. It didn't actually want to impact anyone. I was like, cool. I just want to build an Instagram page. That's it. But you know, like that's what that's where my passion come from, though. So it's important if you are looking to obviously build your content, you got to understand your brand and the audience that you're looking to, I guess, attract as well. Because if you don't know who you're wanting to attract, how are they going to find you sort of thing? That's the biggest thing. Like yeah. Then there's not just people out there that are just Googling these just these random names, like every person that lands on your page is there for a reason. And you got to know what that reason is. Yeah, absolutely. Because the algorithm, fuck, like algorithms change so rapidly. Fuck, if, uh, fuck the algorithm. Fuck the algorithm. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's one of those things that like you, you've just got to be aware of the people that you're trying to attract and find ways that suit your content and the message that you portray to bring that audience in. I think the biggest thing that a lot of people don't realise is, it's a real slow growth kind of process. Like, yeah, you may be that one in 10,000 people who hits a big on TikTok from a funny reel and is able to monetize that and they're set. Yeah. But the chances are it's probably not going to happen. So being able to come back, like I said before, with your why and stuff and get you through those hard times. I've been doing this, yeah, I said for six years and I've got like a thousand followers, you know, like it is. And, and for me, because I've done the branding and the research and the, and the, the sort of inner work around running a business, that's completely fine with me. My my audience, my paying clients don't come from my Instagram. People look at it, they're like, oh, you don't have a blue tick, you don't have 10,000 followers, what, what do you know? I'm like, look, if you're not gonna buy from me or you're not gonna be my client, then your opinion is really sort of irrelevant because they don't fall into my who, like from Mum and Cloud Media brand, yeah. they're not in my, you know? So why would I, why would I sort of even make content that suits them as an individual? Because they're not my who. They don't want what I'm selling. So they're not in the in the in the what section either. 
Yeah. So it all comes back to it. Every every single thing comes back to it. Usually subconsciously, like you, usually you don't even realize that that these things are playing out in the way they're playing out. Absolutely, and I think the biggest thing people don't realize as well, obviously, like you and like like us, we understand that the following means literally fuck all. But a lot of people think to be successful with their business, they have to have a huge following on Instagram and this kind of stuff. But like, as you said, you have a thousand. I mean, I have nearly 8,000 and that brings nearly nothing to my business. What brings people to my business is based off of them knowing me and then the level that I, I provide for them based off of like the expectations that I set. So you they know, get value from your content. That's why they follow you. Exactly. Yeah. You know? like, if you, if you looked at a, a following standpoint, like, if I'm like, oh, I've got 8,000 followers, I'm entitled to have more clients. Like, that's fucking horse shit, <laughs> like, realistically. Like, your following yeah, really sure. means fuck all when it comes to your business. So, yeah, for sure. And it's just about, it's about the value you provide. Like, Sammy, you turn up on Instagram every day. I have not posted in, like, three weeks. But <laughs> that's purely for me from a, from a, a, a value perspective. I get more value and I can give more value to my clients by working on their their work in the back that's not on my instagram you know the clients who are paying me they're not they're not they're not paying me for me to post on my instagram yeah they engage me and they work with me to get value for their their content and their brands and if you look at their content and their brands i'm probably putting up 20 to 50 social posts a week yeah just because that it's not on my platform and i'm not shouting from the hills about all the things I'm doing, it doesn't mean that that content isn't being made. So from a content perspective, it's just, yeah, it's just about making, providing value. That's pretty much, it's such a, it's such a top, like top of the surface kind of answer, but that's what we're all here for. We all want to learn and we want to be either entertained or informed. And that's what all content comes down to, to segue into that. It either needs to inform someone or entertain them yeah yeah absolutely and again like tonight as tonight said earlier she's full-time in her business where i've got a full-time job so i spend more time at the moment putting my efforts into my personal content and sharing a message about me because that's where i have the enjoyment whereas like client work i won't share as much on my i guess my portfolio or even on my personal page but as tanaya said like they've got endless bits of content from me because that's where I put my value when it comes to my clients. It's, it's See, them. I'm it's actually, I post. Yeah. I actually get, I'm less fulfilled making content for myself. Like if you gave me a, like a or B option, one was, even if I wasn't being paid, I'd still much prefer to make content for someone else's brand than my own. So that my own brand doesn't really return as much from a content perspective as, as a client's would, or as the content I could make for a client that could go on my portfolio or it could go on my website. And that's a really big sort of decision you have to make. I could go all in, but I guarantee that the revenue in my business, like I could go, I could go all in on my own personal brand, but I guarantee that the revenue in my business wouldn't reflect that, not for five, 10 years and, and until you, and then, yeah, I put the effort into building that side. But to me, that's not, one, not fulfilling, and two, not a priority. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I guess that's that's where Tanea and I are a little different because I see my content as the way, 
for me learning because obviously she's been in it for six years where I've been in it for 12 months or a year where so I put my time into my content to help me learn because I learn best by doing rather than sitting and doing a lecture or something like that. So I, I put time into my content so I can then improve for my clients. So people will see my content and go, oh shit, how do you do that? Like he can do it for me. Whereas like today I've got that, that clientele yeah. and that built up. So as it's awesome to see what, and completely agree with what Tanae is saying for, for myself, I'm just in the position where I've got to prioritize building my portfolio based off of my client, uh, off of my content and then emphasize that. And then when the more clients come in and then put that into their, their content and their investment in me. So. And definitely for you, Sammy, your clients come from your social content. So I mean, so you're just going to capitalize more by putting the effort into that. For me, uh, my content comes from engaging in Facebook communities that need content. That's where my clients come from. Um, Just recently, a couple of my clients have come from LinkedIn. So now for me, LinkedIn is, is a place where I put a lot more effort than my Instagram feed or my Facebook. And I really am just kind of looking to, to engage on the platforms that can give me the most return on investment, the most ROI um, for my time. Because when you run a business, <laughs> you don't have a lot of spare time, yeah. um, I guess. And even like yourself, like working full time, you don't have a lot of spare time. So you're going to be really wise with how you spend your, spend your time and what avenues you put your effort into. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess with that as well, because we've covered the value, I guess, being aware of your market and stuff, which are probably your two most crucial when it comes comes to starting out with your content as well. Do you have anything else that we could, I guess, try and end the, the, the tips on? Because we've been going for about 20 minutes or so. So do you have anything else that we could? So much value, man. So much value. Oh, yeah, there's been a lot. And like, I have no doubt in this at all, but today and I will probably jump on multiple podcasts together again in the future because our conversations just go for way too long. Like even in 60 DR. There is so much doing, we can talk about. When we're, we're trying to be doing, a sales call. <laughs> yeah, when we're meant to be doing tasks, we end up talking for hours about content instead. Yeah, we, we got like paired up to do sales calls to learn training. And, and I think we just spent one whole time. We had like an hour block. And we just spent it talking about cameras and what next camera Sammy was going to get. And then we got to like the hour and I was like, I've got a meeting. I got a client meeting to go to. And Sammy's like, yeah, I'm going to go to work. And we're like, so this sales call is <laughs> <laughs> <This> went well. <laughs> oh, oh. But that, hey, I guess that's what's obviously ended up like brought us to the point where we are at now as well, though, because obviously we bounce back ideas and stuff. And I've obviously learned a lot from you because you're miles ahead of me in terms of, I just guess, understanding that stuff. Whereas, as you know, I'm just like a, a guy that bought a shitty camera and somehow got good with it. <laughs> yeah. That's where we all start though. Like yeah. my parents bought me a camera, you bought yourself a camera. I think definitely down the line, there's, there is serious merit to have an awesome conversation about like Semi and your transformation from 60DR. Like seriously, there was a 60 days and, and, for anyone who's worked with Tom Clark, you you know that it's a bloody roller coaster. But I remember, like, you didn't even you barely spoke in the first one. Like the first call we had, he was you're a completely different person. You were you were quiet. You were like I think the I first know, time that, I was like that wasn't I? <laughs> and then we had that big 
breakthrough one where we did the the, the visualization and stuff, and everyone's like, "Who's this new kid? Where's 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 that where's yeah. gone? We were like, where is this? What has happened?" I was in a call, and like I think you were the like second to last person in there. It was um oh what's her name? A Tess. It was Tess and myself yeah. and you, and we were in there for ages, and then you left. And then Tom just started roasting Gary V. And that, at the time, I was like, I love Gary V because he's like, I just yeah. hustle all the time. And then he turned Tom, around and Tom, complete opposite. <laughs> Tom turned around and said to me, and he's like, yeah, you'd probably do that a little bit, wouldn't you? And I was like, fuck, man. And then from there, everything just changed. I was like, wait, it just hit me in the heart and just like twist yeah. the bar. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's good at that. It's good at finding those points that you just, it's almost like where you're the young kid sitting in like the big lecture hall and they ask a question you're like not me not me not me not me and then i'm like you you answer this question <laughs> yeah but yeah and that's the thing now we're all like just i mean different levels like <laughs> but yeah the amount of growth that you've gone through for sure there's a whole bloody three-hour podcast just waiting to be unleashed in that one for sure yeah i think you've also got to give yourself some credit too because like (sighs) the person that you are you were sorry at the start of that as well was very like i guess reserved in the sense you wouldn't have even sat sat here and had this conversation with me if you didn't have gone i wouldn't have even gone on a podcast (laughs) so you got to give yourself some credit where credit's due as well so i commend you to bring it back a little bit to bring it back to actually the topic of this podcast, rather we'll just compliment each other for the rest of this whole thing. So that's 35 years to go and all it is is just Tanea and Sam complimenting each other on their growth for the next 35 minutes. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> no, kitty, kitty. You asked me before about like more tips. More yeah, tips. so the so last, guess, yeah. The, another tip because we've obviously said value and I guess knowing your your market and to the reason to why you post. So one more tip and then we will actually wrap it up from there. And then we'll compliment each other for the rest of it. <laughs> no, no, seriously, like I touched on it before, but platforms like work out, work out where you want to post and why it's the most valuable sort of platform for you to go down. Uh, obviously with the TikTok and the real kind of phase, which I haven't even touched, it is definitely not my space. I made the decision that that's not, that's not for me. I don't watch TikToks myself. So I'm not going to make them. Yeah. Um, but that was just a, a conscious choice. And, and I've stuck by that. And yeah, people have seen some great success and, and kudos to them. They've well done, capitalize on it, monetize that, make a course, make a product, make some bank. Like if that, if you're one of those people, like made the most of it completely. I'm definitely on the slow, go, slow growth side where I'm just going to ride out the wave and it, the phase will disappear, but definitely pick your platforms. Um, yeah. Once you've worked out your who, your what, your why and your golden circle, look at your colors, look at why you would pick colors for your brand, because whether it's your personal or your business brand, it is ridiculously important. And then work out, are you, are you going to be an iPhoneographer? Are you going to invest in a little uh, Sony vlog camera? Are you going to make vlogs? Are you going to, what are you going to do? That's, that's another big thing. Like, what do you want to do? What what tickles your fancy when it comes to content? That is a, another huge thing to work out. Work out what you enjoy. And if you work out what you enjoy and actually, yeah, if you actually enjoy it, it's going to make the process so much easier for sure. Absolutely. And I think that's the, the perfect spot to actually wrap that up with because, I mean, I'm, I made a post about it today is like we're in a time where 
there's so many different platforms of content, so many different apps and, you know, LinkedIn and everything else in between. It's like, you need to, I guess, try and eye in on what it is that you're actually good at, because that's what's going to bring the most value. And then obviously the most engagement and audience too. So, you know, like, I found- at like yeah, if you look at any of the big people who have made it like in our space, um, for sure, like Peter McKinnon, he was YouTube only. Yeah. He just went hard on YouTube, Matt Diavella, hard on YouTube. Uh, there's so many like ones that have just gone hard on Instagram or they've just gone hard on their Facebook, which you just put all your effort in that one platform. But what happens is when you actually hit it and you hit that, that kind of combo of the who, what, the why, the content you're making with it, when it's resonating, that's where your growth will happen. And then the, the, the smart part, the, the kind of game changing part in that is when you can take that audience that you've created, that you've built that no like, and trust factor with and take them across other platforms. That's yeah. that's the big win. So you need to, yeah, really knuckle down on the one or the two that that you're like, I really enjoy this. And then for me at the minute, it's LinkedIn and pretty much LinkedIn. LinkedIn and LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn, gonna, LinkedIn. Yeah. And a bit oh, of Instagram. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, just I guess based around where Tanae is obviously focuses is with her LinkedIn at the moment. I guess in the opposite to, well, not opposite, but with me, I use different platforms accordingly to according to the audience, right? So let's say for my food stuff, TikTok's where I start that and that gets a lot of traction. Like I think in terms of engagement, I average between like 8,000 and 300,000 views on my food stuff. So TikTok's the platform that I go for food and then I just post like the photo with a little brief description and stuff on the Instagram page. Whereas personal stuff, whether it be self-development, business and everything, it all comes from my Instagram. So that's where my two focuses are. If I venture out into Facebook, it doesn't get anything. LinkedIn, nothing, because LinkedIn's always been sport and rec where my degree's from. So as you obviously mentioned as well, so your focus is at LinkedIn because that's where it's bringing you the most value and ROI. Whereas for me, obviously being more of like the influencer type at the moment, it's like TikTok and Instagram and I like we're both aware of that and that's where our focus is. So it's important to have that understanding and put the time in where your your biggest investment or return of investment is coming from too. I see you just got to understand your brand and understand kind of your trajectory and where you want to go and why you want to go there. And then as soon as you know that, then bloody you're flying, mate. You're flying. Zone in and just zone in, focus. <laughs> You know when they do the, the horse races, they have those blinkers on the thing so they can't see the other horses? Just do that. Just wear blinkers around all day, every day. <laughs> oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Problem yeah. solved. Yeah. Problem solved. You're sorted. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's the perfect way to, to top up the biggest three or to give the biggest three tips based around content and, I guess, the direction that you want to take it for yourselves. Um, so... To wrap it up tonight, I'll just get you to, to drop your socials and where people can find you. Um, and then I'll leave them in the description of the podcast as well. So people can come and contact you directly. Or if you want any advice or anything, I'm sure tonight is more than open for you to DM her too. So yeah, for sure. So for me, LinkedIn. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My Instagram is <laughs> If you're a client or want to become a client, uh, Cloud on LinkedIn is the place to find me and get the most value. But 
I do actually, I do still post some pretty decent stuff on my Instagram. It's not like I just, I just go silent, but my Instagram is at Tanea McLeod. So it's T-E-N-A-Y-A-H-M-C-L-E-O-D. And then my biz page, you can probably find from Instagram if you want to connect over there. But for sure, if you come from this podcast, send me a DM and I'll just pay Semi $10 for every person who follows me from the podcast. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Scratch that, scratch that from the record. But no, seriously, seriously, if you've got any value from this podcast, uh, send me a DM over on Instagram and I, oh, so much more, so much more we could share, so much oh, more. But I know, that, I know that we will just talk for like three and a half hours and no one will ever want to listen to that. So we're just going <laughs> to stop you from having to go through that. And if you want to know more or if you want to learn more about what it is I do, I actually have a free discovery call that you can book in and chat to me for free because I'm all about giving that value. But DM me on Instagram. That's the best place to to chat. Absolutely. So like I said, I'll put all of the, the links and stuff from today's social. Don't forget my LinkedIn, please. And, Don't forget my LinkedIn. <laughs> Just hit a thousand followers on LinkedIn. It's a big moment for oh, me. Huge. That's wicked. So yeah, I'll put- <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> To the moon, mate. To the moon. <laughs> so I'll <laughs> okay, Britt. Put it together, man. Put it together. All right, so I'll, I'll put all of her socials in the description <laughs> um, as well. And lastly, I just want to thank you for your time today because I know you are one heavily busy person um, at all times. So I appreciate you stopping in for half an hour um so yeah and then then next time we'll we'll talk about something deep and try and avoid complimenting each other for 40 minutes <laughs> not gonna happen man it's not no, gonna no, happen, not gonna happen. I just just to finish this podcast i just like to say sammy you're gonna have a hell of a fun time editing this podcast <laughs> i'm just gonna bleep out the silence and then that's <laughs> they'll just leave the rest <laughs> just have the 35 seconds of us just laughing <laughs> yeah people are gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> Oh, well, oh, well. I feel if they listen to your podcast, they kind of know what they're expecting. Yeah, there's, there's no filter coming from me. <laughs> All, right, All right, so we'll end it there. Again, thank you, Tanea, um, for listening. Uh, for listening. Thank you, for Tanea, for your time. You're welcome. And if, you're, if you're listening here and you get some value from this, be sure to reach out to us both or share the podcast and tag either one of us and we'll reshare it for you as well. And that's it. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Um, have a good weekend.